Hey, you guys. Oh, should I say, hey, family. Hey, how y'all been? How you doing? I know, I know, I know. I have broke my promise again, but look, look, look. We're going to clear this up. It's been a long time. And you know what? Here's a surprise for you guys. Merry Christmas, because we're about to get into this episode, because I have a lot to talk about, and we're just going to jump right into it. Okay, DJ, play that music. All right, hey, you guys. All right, I'm back. And thank you for tuning in to listening to another episode of Hood Rich Mom. I am your host, Mariah. Now, I know you, I know what you guys are thinking, girl, where have you been? Okay, we have been waiting. I got your letters. I got your messages. I got your comments on Instagram, your DMs. Heck, I I, I even thought for a second one of y'all was going to send me a pigeon. Like, girl, where have you been? And you know what? Because I've been gone for so long. I got so much to say. I did record uh, another episode. Um, the episode that was supposed to celebrate the one year anniversary. HRM is one years old now. Yay, yay. Um, it's sad that it is episode 10. I thought that by episode, I don't know. I guess I thought I was going to be on episode 50 or something. And I apologize if you hear my child's little movie playing in the background. You know, excuse that. I am a mom. I mean, hence the name, Hood Reach Man. Okay. So we're just going to get into it. And why I named this episode, uh, 2019 can kiss my... And because of everything that's been going on this year, I already said it. Um, if you follow me on my personal social media platforms, you already know that I said 2019 has been by far the worst year of my life. I mean, the worst year. I ain't never, ever, ever on my 28 years on this planet Earth have I ever been through a year where literally every other day it was something like it was something i mean oh we baby if y'all understood the mental anguish that i've been going through this year it has tested me like no other and by the grace of god i am still here still here so since I've been MIA, been gone for a long time, I wanted to end this year, this year with a episode, episode 10, because we're going to come into 2020 with a better vision. You know what I'm saying? We're going to come in 2020 vision. That's that's all positive vibes, all 2020, nothing but good things. Because you know what? When you go down, you when you are when you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere else, there's nowhere else to go but up. And we're going to get into it. All right. So I've been gone for what? Six Six months now um that was not my plan I was hoping to come to you guys a long time ago I thought as I mentioned before I thought I'll have about be on episode 50 by now but by now once we hear um year one but you know life had other plans and um <laughs> your girl just had to go through the motions and whatnot so 
I actually wrote down all the months and wrote out everything that's kind of happened, the main events that happened within the last few months of my life that kind of contribute to me going MIA and leaving my fans high and dry. So I just want to thank you guys for sticking with me and being with me. Mm -hmm. The last episode that you guys heard from me was episode nine. I don't know the name of this episode. That was the last one. I did um, record uh, episode 10 that was supposed to be released uh, a day before Hood Rich Mom's one year anniversary had it all ready to go, but I hated the tone of the episode. I didn't like it. And I just didn't want to like send out something into the platforms. Just that was not me. Like that wasn't, I wasn't feeling the episode. I sounded tired. I just, I didn't like it y'all. So I was like, you know what? I can't, that can't be my comeback episode. That cannot. So I was like, you know what? Let me, let me just come back. I was so upset with myself because I promoted that episode or technically this episode for it. So I know some of you guys were ready for it. And then there was nothing. There was radio silence. I broke your hearts again. I know. I mean, I keep lying. I'm just like that F boy that, you know, that always ghosts you and only hits you up when she wants something or when he wants something. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) So like I mentioned before, we left off in July. That's the last time you guys heard from me. And July is when a lot of things had hit the fan. So we're going to go down. So back in July, I went to a bachelorette party uh, for one of my girls who just, she's now married now, but at the time she was still a fiance. So we went to Austin and that was so much fun. But this bachelorette party, I would say, majority of everybody on the trip was going through something. And it's so weird because before the when the trip was planned months in advance everybody was it was all about like excitement of course we were all excited about the the bride to be and being with each other and whatnot but it was just weird that particular week everybody was going through something something crazy happened to a lot of people so um one of during this time unfortunately one of my good friends um passed away um a really good friend and also i consider my one of my fiance's best friends passed away um and this particular friend was also supposed to be a groomsman for our wedding and they unexpectedly passed away so that happened that week also that week um a relative of mine went to jail so we're dealing with grief um sorry i think y'all probably heard somebody sneeze back there i don't know if it was my child or zach <laughs> but we're dealing with grief from an unexpected death and then uh i'm dealing with dealing with that grief i'm also dealing with this particular situation with a relative who was locked up so when this bachelorette trip was coming, it was like, oh my God, I need a break from reality. I'm happy to celebrate my girl, but also I need a break from life. So, and I think everybody else on that trip was going through something as as well. Like we all had like crazy things that happened. So during that bachelorette trip, we we did I did an escape room for the first time ever. We did one of the hardest levels by accident. 
and we almost made it you guys but we ran out of time we were only like i think three or four steps away we almost made it you know but i will uh, advise to anybody um, who does escape rooms do not have i think no more than like six people during your uh, escape room because it seems like the more people that's in the room of uh, doing these things the like the more time gets taken away it's too many too many too many opinions too many voices we um the the house that we stayed in was beautiful it was lovely um that one of my favorite things throughout that whole particular trip there is this restaurant and it's um oh my gosh i cannot remember the name and i didn't write it down on my list <laughs> it just it was a memory that just randomly popped up but they had the best lavender lemonade ever and this place in austin or this considered like kind of the outskirts of Austin. It really wasn't Austin, but the outskirts of Austin. But this particular restaurant, I love what they do. Um, everybody who works there is uh, has is has um, hearing loss. Either they have some type of form of hearing loss, or they are completely deaf. And so all they do is sign to you. So you kind of learn how to um, you sign a little bit. And then you also kind of point out what you want. It's a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. I love the peace in there. I love. It was just beautiful, and the people there were just amazing. And I just, oh my gosh, I'm just so upset. I cannot remember the name of this restaurant. I'm gonna have to do a quick Google search so you guys can know. Because if you ever go out there, fabulous, fabulous service, and also the best lavender lemonade. And I never had lavender lemonade ever until I tried it over there. And I have a good feeling nobody else's lavender lemonade will taste like their lavender lemonade. But let me tell you the craziness that happened after the bachelor, the bachelorette party. So after the bachelorette party, okay, me and my friends were trying to go back home. Okay, so let me mind you, I live in the DFW area. Um, Austin is about, what, three and a half hours, four hours away from where I live. So I rolled back with two of my friends. Um, we were all headed back to the same, the area, same area. So um, we were on the highway heading back to, and this particular highway, we we're on 35. Everybody who lives in the DFW area knows about 35, especially if you ever drove 35 to Austin. So we're heading on 35, trying to get back to the DFW area. And all of a sudden we see like smoke. And we're like, hmm, what's going on? Of course there's traffic, but we thought nothing of it. But then we got the smoke got bigger, it's getting, cloudier it's you know it's like okay why do we feel like we are heading to the danger at this point and it was from there traffic's completely stopped we couldn't move any further after a while we noticed that we've been sitting sitting in the car for a good 15 minutes and mind you you guys this is july it is hot so you got your car running you know the air is blowing because this is texas texas heat is nothing to joke about especially in july and august so um i get out the car to see what's going on because everybody else is getting out their cars because we're all trying to see what's going on so within like maybe less than a mile from where we were you could see like there was a, a 18 wheeler that was blocking the highway 
And then there was another 18 wheeler um, on an overpass that was on fire. And this is where the big cloud of smoke and then there was another cars and whatnot. So this this 18 wheeler is, is on fire. So I'm just like, oh my God, I hope who's ever in this 18 wheeler is fine. So I told my friends what's happening. I remember I even filmed what was happening. Um, just to, cause I don't think nobody will. I think at the time, you could hear nine. Some people have already called nine one one because you can hear the sirens going. But I remember I filmed it because I don't think nobody would believe. Like, yo, we are literally like trapped on the highway, and that's kind of what happened. We were literally trapped on the highway. After a while, I, you know, everybody's getting out their cars. We're all trying to see what's going on. Where nobody can move anywhere. Um, I noticed after like maybe another 20, 30 minutes, I was like, okay, no new cars are coming up. Like, that's kind of weird. Like nobody else has came up after us. Like it, it was weird. And that's when I realized, I think they blocked the highway. Um, and so we're trying to get home, you know, like I gotta go home. I gotta get to my kid, get to my man, you know, like, and I think also at the same time I had my sister's birthday was going on at the same time. So I'm just like, I can't believe like, we're stuck here because this particular highway, it seemed like it was no, it was a one way in, one way out situation or this particular town that we were in. Um, I think we were in the outskirts of Waco or Waco, Texas, Texas is like what I like to call it. But um, so when you're with your friends, you kind of like to do illegal things. <laughs> um, and especially in the car, things you probably would like never do if you were by yourself in your own car. Um, I, me and my friend, we noticed that other cars were reversing backwards to get off the highway. And I'm like, look, we're all like, you know what? Let's let's do it. What the the cops? What they gonna do? They can't give us all tickets. You know, they can't put us all in jail. So we reversing out backwards too. Like we're cutting through, reversing back out backwards, and we finally get to the end of the highway, and we realize that's when we we realized it was blocked. Like there was cops, they had blocked it off. So we found another way to get off the highway. And once we got off the highway, we're looking at our GPSs, putting in our addresses to find another way to maneuver around all of this and there was no way there was like it kept the gps kept taking us the same way that we were already heading to so it was like a one way in one way out and so we went to a gas station everybody is this gas station i remember i told the clerk like you about to get a lot of business because (laughs) everybody is coming off this highway coming into this gas station there was like a mcdonald's across the way so everybody's about to get this little town's about to get a lot of business because people are trapped. We were, it felt like a zombie apocalypse. Like we were literally trapped in this little town. People were getting mad, frustrated. I remember some woman was going off on people because she was trapped. And I remember I said like, yeah, we're trying to get to Dallas. And this lady was like, well, I'm trying to get to Oklahoma. I wish I was trying to get to Dallas. Like girl, bye. And I think after a while, some random lady came up to me and was like, hey, are you trying to get to Dallas? I was like, yeah. She's like, we are too. And, um, we, me and my husband, uh, we found another route that you can take, blah, blah, blah. Like, here it is. So she gave it to me, and then I gave it to my friend who was driving. And we just, we were able to get out. But it was the craziest thing. And, like, especially seeing that 18-wheeler, like, on fire. And I just worried about, like, the person in it. And, of course, everybody else that was involved in those accidents. Because it was a multi-car accident on the overpass and also on that highway where we were at as well. So I think 
from what it looked like to me, sounded it looked like when that eighteen wheeler eighteen wheeler probably caught on fire. It probably caused a commotion underneath where we were at. So cars were probably trying to get away, or and then they crashed into each other. But luckily, I did do my research after I made it home because I had to know like what happened to those people, and luckily nobody was severely injured and the and the the driver of the 18 wheeler that was in flames perfectly was perfectly fine was able to like get out before it got like that so that was the blessing for that so that's july you guys <laughs> crazy 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 july um and then from july we're gonna go to august so in august babies let me tell you in august was the bride to be's um my friend whose bachelor party that I was just talking about, it was her wedding. Had a ball at her wedding. Beautiful wedding. So congratulations, you two. I'm not going to say your names on the podcast because I, I didn't ask your permission. So, But congratulations. You know who you are because you're the only person within our group who got married in August. You know exactly who you guys are. So congratulations to you. Um, beautiful wedding. Beautiful time. And then also around August was when I decided to do... I went on a social media hiatus. Like, I didn't go on social media at all through all my personal pages. I deactivated everything because at that time, because I felt like when it came to my career outside of this podcast, things were not going the way I wanted to. And I felt like social media, which was something that used to help me by time, had started to become something that was negative and toxic to me. I noticed that I was severely sad when I was scrolling because I didn't feel like, okay, I'm not where I'm supposed to be or where I hoped I was going to be at this certain time or at this certain age. While everybody else around me, their careers are just blossoming. I'm talking about friends getting promoted, friends who are doing much more friends who have this who have had the same job since they graduated from college they're getting these promotions they're doing these big things and then here I am who's basically starting over and I'm trying to get my chance I'm trying to grow and I'm getting sometimes I'm going to these interviews and they're judging me because I have these weird employment gaps and it's like okay you knew this before you asked me to come in so why are you acting like you this is news to you like you know so it it was really really affecting my self-esteem, my confidence, which unfortunately also had affected Hood Rich Mom as well, because I just wasn't into it. I felt like I had nothing to talk about. And for my own mental health and my own, um, basically for my own mental health and for me to get focused back on like, I guess getting better, I had to get off of social media for a while. I didn't even, I didn't even announce it. I, I never, everybody who knows me, who's known me for many years, whenever I do a social media hiatus, I don't announce. I just randomly just do it. And people were like, oh, I can't find you no more. Did you block me? And I'm like, no, I didn't block you, girl. I just I deactivated my account. So that's what I did. I, I also made sure to, this time around though, I made sure to text certain people who I know who always like, um, who always freak out anytime I do this to let them know like, hey, I'm deactivating my stuff. So like, if you tag me in anything, you ain't gonna find me cause I'm not there anymore. So that was my, I didn't have a, I didn't have a time frame and when I was gonna get back on um, at the time, I just 
did it because I just felt like I needed to focus on myself and really enjoy life. Don't get me wrong. Now, I filmed stuff and I took pictures of things. I just didn't post nothing or log on to my account. And that was August. Okay, y'all, we almost there, y'all. So let me tell you about September. So September, I am still on my social media hiatus. But uh, because of my depression and my now um, anxiety that I do have, um, I decided not to celebrate my birthday. And to be honest with you, you guys, I hadn't even celebrated my birthday in I think my 25th birthday was when I celebrated my last birthday with like friends. And even then my friends had to drag me out to go party and celebrate for my birthday. Cause at that time I literally just had Amelia and she was just three months old. And, and I was like, no, I I, I don't want to go out. I just want to spend time with my baby. You know, like I just don't want to leave her side. Cause I, you know, that, you know, first time new mom, I wouldn't call it guilt, but like, I guess somewhat guilt. So that was like the last time I actually celebrated my birthday. And then the following year, I turned 26. I didn't want to celebrate my, have a birthday dinner or nothing like that. Cause I was like, oh, I'm turning 26. And then my birthday gift to myself was getting my first place. My 27th birthday, the same thing. I was like, oh, I don't want to really celebrate it. So my 28th, I definitely didn't want to celebrate because I was not in a celebrating mood. But my, my baby sister, hey, hey, um, she was the one that was like, yo, come on, let's just let's let's just celebrate you need something to celebrate about get excited about i think you know you're gonna have so much fun just invite your invite your close friends so literally it was a last minute thing and um i got my cousins to come out my cousins who i've been enjoying a lot um i got my cousins to come out got my best friends and my closest friends to come out and you guys we had a ball i had so much fun that night i'm thankful for my sis for dragging me out there and also for my friends who also encouraged me to go out there and all you guys who came out that night thank you because we had so much fun i mean we lost some people got re- uh, reunited for a second uh everybody was just turned everybody had a good time i ha- i mean it was so much fun that night i had to i went back online just so people can see the fun or also not just so people can see the fun but also so i can see other people um perspective of that night who was who was out there oops who was out there that night because that mug was it was crazy you guys we had so much fun had so much fun we we danced we we laughed um all that jazz and oh also i forgot to mention poo poops uh back in august my bad rewind Poopooks actually is in school now. Yay! Baby girl's in school and she's doing fabulous. She loves school. She's learning so much, like in legit school, like public education. You know what I'm saying? Public education, getting that good public edu- education, education. You know what I'm saying? So she's enjoying it. So now we're going to get to October. So in October, your girl moved. Yeah, yay, me and my fiance. Well, we technically still live in the same complex that I've lived for the last few years, but we got a bigger space. Amelia has her own room, which is a blessing. You guys, because it was getting tight in my one bedroom, one bath apartment with three people and a toddler. I mean, and basically a toddler or a preschooler because... You know, when I moved into my complex, Amelia was just a little baby. She barely turned one at the time, so she wasn't taking up that much space. But 
once uh, my fiance moved in and Amelia's getting bigger, her toys everywhere. Like my apartment was basically Amelia's place. Like I felt like I was living with her, not the other way around. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, the parents know exactly what I'm talking about. So we had to, we, we had, we, it was time. So we got a bigger space. So that was another thing. Um, celebrated Halloween. Um, now everybody knows I usually do every year. Well, since having Amelia, I do a family thing. The first Halloween that me and Amelia celebrated, she was, I had her dressed up like Snow White. I was the evil queen, dressed, got the costume, and I had Zach, uh, my fiance, as the huntsman. Super cute, because I go all out. And then the following year, we did, um, the following year, I think the following year, um, we really didn't do a theme that year, but we were like superheroes. So I had poop hooks. Poopooks was a um was Wonder Woman. She won the contest. Woo whoop, she won a contest at her daycare that she was at lad that year as Wonder Woman. Super, super cute. Um, and then I think I was a ninja turtle. Just, you know, something quick, but because that main focus was Amelia that year, because it was a last minute. I didn't have time to like really think of a theme that year. And then last year, um, we dressed up as the Adams family. So I was Morticia. Amelia was Wednesday and my fiance was the dad. I can never remember that man's name, but you know, we, you know, I've been wanting Amelia to be Wednesday since she was an infant. Like everybody knows how bad I just, I can't wait for her hair to get a little bit longer so she can be Wednesday and it was, and it was perfect. And then we, I remember we made it on like the news station's website, you know, that year. So this year I did not come up with anything. Um, it was too late because we were moving and, you know, as I mentioned before, your girl was not in her normal speed, you know? So, so technically, um, um, Poopoops was Jasmine because I wanted to make sure she had a good Halloween still. So she, um, was Jasmine because she's been really into Aladdin or at that moment or that particular month she was into Aladdin. And then my sister, so technically I did do a family theme. I did it with my sister. My sister, we decided to become like the purge. So we got some white shirts, some nice little bralettes, some nice stockings, some fishnets, and put some fake blood all over ourselves. Got some cute little masks, like what they were wearing the purge, and got fake machetes, and boom, boom, she was my little partner for my family theme that year. And we had, we had fun that night. Poop hooks, um, hit the jackpot going trick-or-treating for real. Uh, we went to another, we went to my other siblings neighborhoods for her to go trick-or-treating and their neighborhood goes all out for trick-or-treating. I had not trick-or-treat in a legit neighborhood in many years. And then even for, uh, Amelia, we don't do trick or we didn't do trick or treating for her. It was like the trunk or treats or, you know, those little Halloween festival things. That's what we did instead of like going to people's neighborhoods. So she actually got to experience real legit trick or treating. We just went up and down one street because the, their whole neighborhood like goes all out. And I was like, look, I'm tired. It's cold. Your mama barely ain't got no clothes on. Like, yes, I am walking around you guys in my nice boots and the skirt 
in a bralette, you know, with fake blood. And I'm taking my little three-year-old trick-or-treating. Not a care in the world, baby. But I was looking good. I was hot. I was hot. And then some teenagers decided to egg people's cars. They didn't hit my car. But when I heard about it, I ran outside with my fake machete. Yes, I did. Looking for some trouble. But they didn't touch my car. So we all good. So that's October. So we're going to get into November. So in November... What happened in November? Oh, in November, November was when I decided that I need to get help for what I, what I've been going through. Cause like I said, 2019 has whooped my, I mean, beat it down. I mean, did some whole wrestling moves, did some body slams through me against the wall, like kicked me off a cliff. I was, I, I just, I just felt like I was not the best me at all. Like, I wasn't the best. I hadn't been the best host for you guys. I hadn't. I felt like I wasn't the best mother. I felt like I wasn't the best sister. wasn't the best friend. wasn't the best whatever. I was just not myself, and I think a lot of people knew that because I was so tired of going to events and feeling this severe anxiety, like I'd never experienced before. I never get super riled up or nervous when I'm around people. And I mean, I mean, of course I get a little bit nervous, but nothing like the anxiety that, that was going on in my head and the, and how I was feeling internally. Like I was literally tearing myself apart. And of course, to a lot of people on the outside, I looked okay or normal, but some people could feel my energy was different. So kudos to all those who like pointed that out. I was like, girl, this ain't, this ain't you. So I finally decided to get some help for what I was going through because what I was going through was something that I felt like a lot of people could not relate to me or a lot of people within my friend group could not relate to me about. So you guys know I'm a big advocate for mental health. So that's, I decided to go out there and go get some help. Um, from there, I did, um, from there, I did my cousin's giving. Um, that was amazing. Me and my cousins decided to do our own cousins giving. Um, basically, y'all, your cousins, it was the first, it's our first annual cousins giving. I think this is something we're going to try to keep going where we all made our own little dishes or somebody contributes to paying for this and that and the other. And we had so much fun playing Uno, playing Cards Against Humanity. It, I, it was just, it was just turn. It was just so much fun. And I remember I, this is back when I, I started posting back online around this time. And I remember getting friends hitting me up and asking like, uh, yo, you, are you not going to celebrate Thanksgiving with your parents? And I'm like, oh, I am. I'm still going to celebrate things. Uh, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Everybody kind of knows. I have an issue with Thanksgiving, but yeah, I'm still celebrating, have my little celebrations with them. But like, I was more excited for the cousins giving that happened before that, that, that horrible genocide day. Um, I was more excited for the cousins giving, quote unquote, uh, than the actual day because I knew I was going to have so much fun with my cousins because I that's who I've been hanging out with a lot this throughout this whole year so that's one of the positive things of 2019 
And then after the whole cousins giving and, you know, the typical Thanksgiving, I realized that, okay, I'm starting to feel better now. I need to get back to wedding planning. <laughs> That's right. Your girl has not been planning nothing <gasps> at all. Like I stopped planning like around when I stopped planning around what the summer, May, May, no, not May, like June. Mm, let's be real. July. It was July. So when July I was doing his madness that's when i kind of just everything halted forget it i ain't think about it i anytime somebody asked me about it, i'd be like ah that's why I, that's why i said but after getting the help that i needed and realizing um certain looking back on like what has happened so far within this year and who's really 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 been there not just for me but I guess technically mainly for me <laughs> who's actually been there for me throughout this rough year because I'm usually the person that's up not down I'm usually the person that's always up um and um I'm not used to always being down but you know what I after this year one of the things that as much as I hate this year 2019 can kiss my as much as I hate this year it also showed me what was really, really important. And I never been that type of person who, or never been that type of girl. I think I mentioned this in my wedding planning um, episode that I was never the girl that was obsessed with weddings. I was never obsessed with weddings. I was never the girl that sat around dreaming about her big day or anything like that. Like, of course I want to you know, a good celebration. Cause my main thing, I would say my main thing when it came to weddings was like making sure that the reception was lit, making sure everybody had fun at the reception because I can, I could care less about the ceremony. I want the ceremony to be short and quick. I do, I love you, let's go, let's roll, let's party, let's eat. That's all I care about. I can't stand long ceremonies. So I never really was that type of girl that sat around and dreamed about her wedding day and the big princess dress and da 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 and cutting out wedding, like looking through wedding bridal magazines and da da da. I just never been that type of chick. So when I finally decided to get back into wedding planning and, um, and get things in motion, I was like, you know what? I want this party, this this list, this guest list to be short. I never wanted it to be big anyways, but I cut that mug in half. I want something smaller. So luckily I was able to get out of my contract with my last venue because I'm like, I just want something small. I just want, especially I want the people who, who was here with me when I was down. Because to me, it was more of like, why should you come to a celebration like that when I'm up, when you weren't even there, when you weren't there for when I was down or ugly. So I was like, you know what? Especially when there were certain events that happened throughout this year, it showed me how some people are. And I was like, okay, let me, mm -mm. let me, okay. Yeah, we gonna, yeah, you're out, you're gone, you're blah, blah, say, blah, say. Like no hard feelings, but now that I want something small and intimate, I just really want the core people who have really, really been there during this especially during this time to actually be there and i want something small i never wanted nothing big anyway so like i'm cool so we now that we are in present tense my bridesmaids finally went all we 
schedule a bridal appointment, bridesmaids appointment, and the girls look so fabulous, you guys, in their dresses. I'm so excited. I can't wait for all the dresses to come together so they all can like stand. I can't wait for the pictures to come out. Like the color that I chose is flipping amazing. Um, they, they all look good because I have my bridesmaids. They are different shades and different shapes and they all pick their own dresses. And at one point they almost all got the same style. I'm like, the whole point of me letting you guys pick your own dresses was so that you won't get the same exact style. But all I said was it had to be this color and it had to be long. That's it. And of course I wanted something flowy as well because my crew people, we like to, oops, my crew people, we like to dance. We like to move. So I wanted to make sure that they can move and dance and groove and bend over and pop a little something, something. So the girls look fabulous for this. Oh, I'm getting more excited about it. I had to go back out and look for a new, a new, a new dress, a new bridal dress, a new bride's dress, because the dress that I picked or chosen originally was perfect for that particular venue that I was at. But now that I'm not going to be at that venue anymore, I felt like it will be too much for what something smaller. So I had to go back out and look for another dresses. And plus, um, you have to, a lot of these dresses, you have to put in your orders um, at a certain amount of time because some of them take up to like six to eight months to get delivered to you. And my wedding day is is getting is basically less than that at this point so it's like eh, now i gotta go i didn't even cry or get hurt about none of this stuff because like i said i was never obsessed with weddings in the first place so to me it was like it felt like a big old weight was lifted off my shoulder in a sense but then again it really wasn't really on my shoulders because i really kind of like pushed it to the back burner because it wasn't my main concern um but now that I started talking about it, I think a lot of people have taken this as a positive thing because I hadn't talked about my wedding in months. So people were like, okay, she's talking about it. So that means it's still happening. It's still going. All right, let's go. So everything, it seems like everything started to go back in motion since I started talking about it. So if any, some people, they're like, yo, where's the invites? Yeah, I haven't sent nobody any invites yet because of there. If you listen to the episode, you know why. <laughs> so... We're back to the wedding planning business. It's coming from, I haven't found another venue. I have found one venue. Yeah, it technically was my original venue that I wanted, but at the time my number guess was too big. So we didn't go with them. Found out the date that I do want is still available. So I'm hoping we can book it. If not, there's another way because I'm going to get married on this one particular day, period. We're going to make it happen. Okay. That's why I'm not, I think that's why I've been so nonchalant, not really stressed about it because there's more things to worry about than that. Uh, And then, you know, I haven't even, you know, we got Christmas coming up. This was my, this was my Christmas gift to you guys. So this episode is being released a little bit early because I felt so bad that I did not release this episode originally when I was supposed to. I <laughs> I know you guys. So we're going to talk about what I'm looking for when it comes to 2020 for HRM, Hood Rich Mom. All right, because this is the vision 
First of all, we're going to have content. We're going to go back to getting episodes out every other Sunday. It's my goal. I want to go back to that schedule, what I originally had now that I'm in this better mood set. I'm getting the help that I need to keep me focused, to keep me going. Um, so that's what that's my goal for 2020 when it comes to HRM. I have other goals. Well, I'm not going to profess all those goals online on, on the platform, but for HRM, we gonna know, okay? So by year two, we should be by episode 50. I am also, I just wanna take this time out to thank you guys for sticking with me, checking up on me, pressing on about, hey, when's this next episode coming? Cause I, this really proved that you guys actually do listen to me. Little old me want to hear my commentary, want to hear my, my my dramas i am a good storyteller i know <laughs> i know i know but your girl was not going to be the best host i was i wasn't the best host in the last few months cuz i wasn't I just wasn't into it so i i wanted to give you guys that chick you had on episode one and the following few, the following episodes after that. So I just went to this comeback episode. I wanted to be this. I, you know, so I just appreciate you guys for the support, the love or checking up on me, um, all that. I truly, so 2020, we're going to build, we're going to grow HRM. We're going to have Hood Rich Mom is, is going to be what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know, this, this it is what it is. So happy, I just want to say happy birthday to Hood Rich Mom. Yay! We made it a year. We made it a year. 10 episodes. <laughs> but we made it a year. Um, and I want to say Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, um, Kwanzaa, uh, uh, Hanukkah, uh, what's the other ones? Uh, you don't celebrate? That's cool too. Happy New Year, and I will be, I will be talking to you guys in 2020 because we got that 2020 vision. And in this 2020 vision, who rich mom is gonna be what that is? We're gonna put it in there. We're gonna put it out in the universe. More content, more what what. What did I say? More content, more, you know, I think I'm going to talk more about pop culture as well, but not so much. Not so much because, I, you know, these celebrities are becoming very, uh, I wouldn't say sensitive because it is their lives, but they get kind of rough out here in them streets, you know what I'm saying? You know, and you never know who you might come across. You never know what networks and connections you might need later on in life. So that's that. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about more pop culture, what's going on. Um uh, I mean, as of right now, 45 just got impeached. So, I mean, but I don't, I didn't want to talk about all that on my podcast. I'm really not really into politics, but yeah, I'll see you guys or technically you, you won't see me, but you will hear this voice again very soon. And I'll see you and tune in in 2020 for HRM. Bye-bye.